Welcome back to the Fight Talk Podcast. This is Steven Jensen. Today, I have predictions for you for NXT TakeOver Toronto, as well as WWE SummerSlam 2019. And these predictions are brought to you, as always, by WrestleRumble.com. WrestleRumble.com is the place to be for all fantasy pick'em contests for professional wrestling. I'm going to give you the prize list right now for NXT TakeOver, as well as SummerSlam. And there's a few more contests right around the corner. They'll be doing one for AEW's All Out as well, so really looking forward to that. You can win some huge cash, huge prizes over there at WrestleRumble.com. For the NXT TakeOver Toronto Pick'em Contest, first place gets an NXT Championship replica belt. Second through fifth, get free entries for the AEW All Out Pick'em Contest. So great prizes right there for NXT. As far as SummerSlam goes... Check this out. First place, $1,000 cash. One zero zero zero, one thousand dollars $1,000 cash. Second place and third place both get $100. One zero zero, $100 for second place and third place. So once again, jump on there. Follow them on Twitter at WrestleRumble to stay up to date with all their contests. I'm going to go through my predictions right now. So first up, we'll start with NXT TakeOver Toronto. Admittedly, I have not seen any episodes of NXT TV since the last TakeOver special, um, mainly because there's just been so much wrestling and so much MMA going on. I just honestly haven't had time. Um, I've been keeping up with the results. I read the spoilers, um, usually on the Fightful Select Weekender podcast, which um, I do every weekend for Fightful Select, uh, part of Fightful.com's Patreon service. I always do these spoilers when they do the TV tapings. So I am up to date with, you know, the storylines and what's going on. I just usually read most of that stuff, like, you know, it feels like months ago. And now we've we've kind of caught up. So I'm going to go through the match list and give you my predictions. And I will also say, like, although I haven't been watching the week-to-week show on the WWE Network, I am very much looking forward to the special because I have not missed one NXT TakeOver special because they are, in my opinion, probably the best pro wrestling shows from top to bottom that you can find. Just consistently incredible stuff that they put on each and every time. And I am really interested to see if they go live on on FS1. That's what it sounds like they're going to be doing for the weekly show. If they go live head-to-head with AEW, I'm definitely going to dual screen that. Like, I'm going to have NXT on one TV, and I'll have uh, AEW's weekly show on the other TV. And that's kind of like a little Wednesday night wars they'll have, be, have uh, going on. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I love the NXT product. So um, by me saying I haven't been watching week to week, once again, I did read you know the TV taping spoilers when they happened. I am very much invested and interested in this show. And let's just get right into that. So first up, I have Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. This is a tough one to call because Shirai, with her heel turn, you would kind of think that she she would need the win. Well, I don't know if you necessarily need the win more than Candice, but it's kind of been set up to where I think most people think that Shirai is going to win, but I'm actually going to go the opposite direction. I'm going to take Candice LeRae to get the victory here, and that has a little bit to do with my prediction for the next match. Uh, but I think Candice LeRae is going to be, she could be built into like a major babyface uh, star, you know, in the women's division and kind of similar to her husband, Johnny Gargano. Like she could maybe have some really great NXT Women's Championship matches, 
uh, I'm going to kind of segue that right into the next match because it's Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim for the NXT Women's Championship. I am going to take Shayna to retain the title, and I think that Candice versus Shayna would be really interesting. Um, I don't know if Candice is the right person to beat Shayna. In my opinion, probably not. But I don't know who really could be that person right now because Shayna's been such a dominant champion, such an entertaining champion. I want to see her hold on to that belt for a long time. And she already has held it for a long time, but I want to see that, that reign continue, especially if they're going to be moving NXT to FS1 like I mentioned just a minute ago. Because I think the idea is going to start to kind of change as far as you know, it's always kind of been since NXT has been around, like, okay, we have these awesome performers, and there's, like, this revolving door of great independent talent that the WWE has been able to sign over the last few years. But kind of the underlying question has always been, well, how much longer are they going to be in NXT before they get called up onto Raw or SmackDown? And I think that's going to kind of change because if FS1 is going to have NXT and they're going to be going head-to-head with AEW, then you're going to need to keep some of these people on your roster. And I think Shayna Baszler is somebody that's perfect to have as the women's champion on you know NXT TV. I think that a lot of the people I'm going to mention right now are, are going to be staying around, at least for the foreseeable future. I, In my opinion, they shouldn't call up most of these people uh, to Raw or SmackDown because you're going to really want them when they're going head-to-head with AEW because it's pretty much the same type of fan base. It, it's the wrestling-heavy fan base, the people that want great in-ring action, long-term storylines, um, a, a true alternative to what Raw and SmackDown provide. So that being said, I'm going to take Baszler over Yim, and that's also partly the reason that I'm taking LeRae over Shirai. Um, up next, we have Velveteen Dream defending his NXT North American Championship against Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Because of the way the storylines have started to work out, I'm going to take Roderick Strong to win this match. Um, now, in my opinion, and I've mentioned this before, probably on multiple podcasts, but in, I know on Twitter as well, I've, I've talked about this, but if I was booking the Undisputed Era, what I would do is... I would have had Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong become a tag team. As great as uh, O'Reilly and Fish are as a tag team, Red Dragon, amazing tag team. As great as they are, I'd rather see Strong and Fish as the tag team because I think Kyle O'Reilly as a single star is so money. Like he's so versatile. He can work with anybody, any style, always gives it 110% when he's out there in the ring. I would love to see um, Roderick Strong in a position where he would have maybe, I mean, or uh, Kyle O'Reilly rather. I would have loved to see Kyle O'Reilly, you know, become the NXT North American champion Um, and then maybe potentially become the NXT world champion at some point. Like, that's how high I am on on Kyle O'Reilly. I think he is one of, if not the most valuable talents that they have on their roster for so many reasons. That said, Roderick Strong is still a great option. Uh, Fantastic in the ring. Just not quite as entertaining to me personally as Kyle O'Reilly um, in a lot of different areas. But I think Roger Strong as North American champion could really provide some great scenarios um, and some great matches in the future. And what I'm kind of getting at is the idea that I think the Undisputed Era will hold all the titles at the end of this show and be like the big focus of NXT TV 
when they go on to FS1, they'll have, you know, that storyline going on. So I expect this match to probably be, it potentially could be the match of the night. I mean, the main event might be hard to top, but on paper, Velveteen Dream versus Pete Dunne versus Roger Strong is an incredible matchup. So many different styles, so many different things that could happen here. Velveteen Dream has been fantastic as a character. He's really rose to the occasion when it's come to the big matches he's been a part of. Uh, Pete Dunne, somebody that I feel like needs uh, to get kind of back on track, regain the momentum that he had when he was the NXT UK champion. Uh, he kind of hasn't, he hasn't really had that same aura about him since losing that title. So all three guys could really benefit from winning this match, but I'm going to take Roderick Strong to get the win. After that, we have the Street Profits, uh, the team of D'Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford taking on the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. I think that O'Reilly and Fish win the NXT Tag Team Championships. I think it's pretty obvious that the Street Profits are going to be moving up to Raw, SmackDown. I don't even want to differentiate the, the rosters at this point. Like, the brand split's a total joke. Um, but we've seen the Street Profits on the main roster doing backstage, you know, skits and stuff for the last few weeks. I think it's pretty clear they're getting the call up. I thought it was pretty ridiculous that the War Raiders never lost, or I guess the Viking Raiders now, never lost the NXT Tag Team titles. They, like, they gave them up and Street Profits wound up winning them. I think, I think it'll be a different scenario here where the Street Profits will actually drop the titles before moving up to the main roster full-time. And like I mentioned before, I think that Undisputed Era is going to hold all the gold um, at the end of this show. So O'Reilly and Fish I'm taking for the win there, which leads me to the obvious choice of Adam Cole retaining his title over Johnny Gargano in the main event. Uh, this will be a two out of three falls match for the NXT Championship. I expect this match to be complete, complete bonkers. I mean, this is going to be insane. The, every time that these two guys have gone out there and wrestled each other, it's been fantastic stuff. Uh, the stipulations for the two out of three falls match that we know so far, uh, Johnny Gargano chose a street fight for one of the falls, and Adam Cole chose just a straight-up singles match for one of the falls. We do not know what the third fall will be if they need it. I'm assuming that they will. Um, and that will be chosen by William Regal, which I saw somebody online, I can't remember who it was, speculating that, that the uh, third fall could maybe be Loser, we, loser leaves NXT, which would be really interesting because they're going to get in a position here with Johnny Gargano soon where it's like, what more can you do with this guy in NXT? Like, he could potentially have some, some more great matches uh, when they move up to FS1, and he'd be a very valuable guy for them to have. But there's also, he's kind of one of the, the rare examples of the people on the roster that I think probably would benefit from moving up. Um, if he was booked correctly, you just never know there, but I, I don't know. I just feel like if Gargano can't get this win, maybe, you know, he can feud with Roderick Strong for the North American title, and those would be some awesome matches, but I don't know. And then there's also kind of the looming thing of, like, Tommaso Ciampa, like, when will he be back, and, like, do they kind of... Uh, do they start, you know, restart their feud or do they, you know, continue to team how they were like when he got hurt? Although they like, they had split right before that. So who knows? There's a lot of scenarios I could play out, but I'm going to take Adam Cole to retain the championship over Johnny Gargano in the main event. And I expect this to be a, a fantastic show top to bottom. 
uh, on paper, probably not the strongest NXT TakeOver uh, special that I've seen. Once again, that's on paper. But that doesn't matter when it comes to these shows. They always over-deliver, and I'm very much looking forward to that. That'll be tomorrow night. And once again, the prize list for the NXT uh, TakeOver Toronto Pick'em Contest on WrestleRumble.com. First place gets a replica NXT Championship belt. Second through fifth get free entries for AEW's All Out Contest. All right, moving on to SummerSlam. Let's get that pulled up. So this is the card. We're just going to start from the bottom. I don't know if this will be the match order, and I don't know if we're going to have anything on the pre-show. But as of what's been announced and what I have right in front of me here, I have uh, Drew Gulak defending the WWE Cruiserweight Championship against Oni Lorcan. I'm going to take Drew Gulak to retain. I think it'll be a great match. Uh, both of these guys are incredibly hard workers in the ring. I think this will be really technical. I think that Lorcan will probably do some crazy stuff. Gulak will just be solid because that's just that's what he does. Um, I kind of kind of liken him to maybe like a Dean Malenko type wrestler where he doesn't have to do a whole lot of flashy stuff, but the stuff that he does makes sense. And I really think that uh, the two of them could have a great match against each other. But I am going to take Drew Gulak to retain the title. After that, I got Trish Stratus for Charlotte Flair. I'm going to take Charlotte to win. I think that it benefits her way more to get the, the victory here. Um, it really doesn't help anybody out for Trish to win, unless, I guess, Trish is coming back full-time, but I do not see that happening. This is Trish's last match. I think she should do the right thing and put Charlotte over here. And Charlotte, somebody, I mean, she needs to kind of get more momentum. Like, I mean, she's had so many world title reigns, and she's always going to be in that mix of, you know, championship contenders. But her getting a win over Trish here, I think, helps helps her a lot and will kind of reinsert her into the uh, the championship picture. And it's a really nice feather in her cap to get a one-on-one -on -one singles win over Trish. I hope she does it clean also. I hope this is a clean match. Charlotte just beats her straight up, and uh, that's how I hope that that plays out. After that, I got Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. This, this doesn't help anybody no matter what. I mean, if Goldberg wins, he beats a guy in Dolph Ziggler who never wins big matches anyways. If Dolph wins, it's just going to be seen as, well, you beat a washed-up Goldberg coming off of the worst performance of his career against Undertaker. Um, I'm still a much bigger fan of Goldberg than Dolph Ziggler personally. I mean, I grew up in the 1990s. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, WCW country. Goldberg was my childhood, you know what I mean? I still still mark out when I hear the music and see the entrance, um, you know. So I think Goldberg's going to win probably in a squash match. Uh, and it should be that way. This match, regardless of who wins, this match should not last more than five minutes, as proven by Goldberg's match against Thundertaker um, at that last Super Showdown. That it was just that went way too long, and we saw you know Goldberg getting concussed and all that stuff. But I'm gonna take Goldberg over Dolph Ziggler, and like I said, it should be pretty quick. After that, I got uh, AJ Styles defending the WWE United States Championship against Ricochet. I'm going to take AJ to retain. I think they'll have another really solid match. I feel like we've seen this enough times at this point. Like, I'm not complaining about an AJ Styles Ricochet match because it will be great. But I feel like this is kind of the blow off to their feud, and AJ should hold on to that title, especially with Gallows and Anderson holding the tag team titles now. It makes total sense, similar to the Undisputed Era. Like, you got all the belts. Let's see where that goes. Build around that good storylines, important stuff. 
AJ Styles, in my opinion, is still one of the best in-ring workers, overall performers in the entire world, regardless of the company. Ricochet, of course, you know, does incredible things in the ring, but I still feel like AJ Styles is more valuable in a lot of senses, and I would have him win this match here, hopefully clean. Like, another clean win would be great, um, and uh, I'm going to go with that. So AJ Styles uh, to retain the title. Up next, we have Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. I'm assuming Bray Wyatt will be the Fiend. Uh, Finn Balor, I don't think, is going to do the Demon thing, uh, at least to my understanding. And I don't know how injured he is. Like, I know he's getting, like, rotator cuff uh, work done. He's been injured for a long time. I think he said on social media he's been injured since he was 19 with some sort of rotator cuff um, issue, and I think he's going to finally get that corrected soon. I'd have this just be a squash match. If Finn Balor isn't the demon, I'd have the Fiend come out, hit him with a few moves, short and sweet, establish that he's a, a total monster, and then later on, Finn Balor could come back as the demon and do the demon versus the Fiend. That would be really entertaining stuff. That's something I'm really looking forward to. But for now, I think you keep Bray Wyatt incredibly strong. And I really hope that the WWE creative team knows what they're doing with him because he's the most interesting character that they've had in a very long time. There's a lot of buzz around Bray Wyatt right now, and I just hope they don't drop the ball because they have done that with him so many times over the years, just had just gold in their hand and just let it slip right away. But I'm going to take Bray Wyatt to get the win, and what I'd imagine will be a squash match. After that, I have Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. Uh, stipulation being that if Kevin Owens loses, he'll quit the WWE. Uh, to my knowledge, there's no stipulation if Shane loses, which is kind of silly. Pretty obvious here that Kevin Owens will get the win. I mean, it does nothing for anybody for Shane to get the win here. Kevin Owens, great baby face. I love what he does. I love him in the ring. I love his character. Just keep pushing him. That's the best advice I can give the WWE. Just keep pushing Kevin Owens. Give him a convincing win over Shane McMahon. And have him move on to something bigger and better. Up next, I have Kofi Kingston defending the WWE Championship against Randy Orton. I'm going to take Kofi to retain. I just don't think it makes any sense for Orton to get the win here. Uh, we've seen Orton as champion so many times. I like Orton. Uh, and I have for a long time. You know, like, he's he's a great... He's a great... Uh, sports entertainer he really is uh Kofi though like why why stop what he has going on right now I think if I think when Kofi loses the title it should be something much fresher than to someone like Randy Orton like maybe Biggie at some point like if he ever turns on the new day something like that um maybe like a younger up-and-coming guy him and Kofi could you know tear it up and you know maybe Kofi loses the title then I just don't think the right person is Randy Orton, and I still think that there are legs to, uh, to Kofi Kingston's championship reign. They booked him very strong. He's taken like very few losses since winning the title, so I'm going to take Kofi Kingston to retain in what I think will be a really good match. I, I really like that they're uh, playing up their history from years ago when Randy Orton you know, held down Kofi Kingston with his, his politics. Uh, and now the tables have kind of turned. Kofi Kingston's the champion. Randy Orton wants to get that belt. He wants Kofi's spot now. And I think it's played out uh, really well. So, but once again, Kofi for the win. After that, I have Bayley uh, taking on Ember Moon, defending her WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, I, I mean, I'd like to see Ember Moon get the win, but I just don't see it happening. Uh, a lot of speculation that 
Sasha Banks is going to return at SummerSlam, but people have been speculating that pretty much every week since she walked out on the company after WrestleMania. So until I see it, I'm not going to really believe it. If Sasha comes out and costs Bailey the title, that would be really interesting, and that'd be a good way to get Ember Moon, uh, put the belt on Ember Moon. But I feel like if it's just a straight up one-on-one match, and there is no Sasha Banks, you know, run-in or anything like that, I feel I feel like I can't bank on that happening. So I'm going to take Bailey to retain. After that, we have Becky Lynch defending the WWE Raw Women's Championship against Natalya. Uh, same kind of thing as with Kofi Kingston. It just doesn't make any sense for Becky Lynch to lose, especially to Natalia. Uh, I don't think it benefits anybody or the company for Natalia to be the champion right now. This is a submission match. Makes it a little more interesting. But you have the Disarmor versus the Sharpshooter. The match is in Toronto, Canada, which is nowhere near Calgary, Alberta, which is you know where the Hart family is from. But they're trying to play it up like Natalia has this home field advantage uh, because the match is in Canada. It's really ridiculous, and, and maybe the fans will get behind her, but if we know anything about the Toronto crowd, it's bizarro world. They're going to cheer whoever they want regardless, and I just don't see Becky losing the title here. She's still one of the hottest things that they have going on the WWE main roster as far as, far as popularity goes. She's on the cover of the new WWE uh, 2K, uh, 2K20 video game, so I just, I just don't see her losing here. So I'm going to take Becky Lynch to retain. And in the main event, Brock Lesnar uh, defends the WWE Universal Championship against Seth Rollins. I mean, it probably makes more sense for Seth to win the belt back, but I don't see that happening. Like, if Brock is signed for more time, like, if he's going to be sticking around the WWE, they've really built this whole thing around him, and, like, they keep giving him the belt, and, you know, Seth, honestly, Seth as a babyface doesn't do much for me. I think he comes off as really cringy. And that's not a good thing. I really miss like the the heel Seth Rollins. I miss the kind of the whiny cheating, but can still back it up. Seth Rollins, like I and Brock Lesnar, there there are more things they could do with him as champion. It's just unfortunate that he's not around often, and the the Universal Title is rarely on TV. Um, at this point, it's getting like I mean, it already has been annoying for a while, but. They just keep going back to that same well, and I just don't see them changing that. I don't see Rollins winning the belt back because I just think I don't think it makes sense. Like for Rollins to lose the belt at Extreme Rules to win it right back, it just doesn't do anything for anybody. It doesn't make Rollins really look any better. Um, and maybe they can give the rub to somebody else beating Brock down the line. Maybe a, a younger up and coming talent could uh, could get that that big rub by beating Brock because. It really wasn't working that well with Seth, to be honest. So I'm going to say Brock Lesnar retains, and uh, that's the main event, and that's the whole show. So once again, the prize list over at WrestleRumble.com for the SummerSlam Pick'em is $1,000 to first place. Second and third place both get $100. Make sure to jump on WrestleRumble.com right now to enter the contest and follow them on Twitter at WrestleRumble. Also make sure to... Uh, check out my friends over at Heroes and Legends. Uh, Heroes and Legends has the best pro wrestling memorabilia out there. They have autographs, DVDs, action figures, magazines, uh, old programs, anything you can think of. Just check it out. You can follow them on all social media at HL Pro Wrestling. If you're going to buy that type of stuff, buy it from them. They're nice people to do fair business, so check it out. 
Also, shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. He's a professional boxing coach, personal trainer, works with Parkinson's Foundations, uh, does so much stuff that can really help you out, help you reach your goals. If you want to learn how to, you know, fight, if you want to lose weight, if you want to actually compete in like MMA or boxing or whatever it is, or, you know, just want to get in better shape, like whatever it is, he can help you with that. Shoot him a follow on Instagram uh, at BoxingATL, that's B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, he can help you in person. If you're not anywhere close, regardless, of, you know, anywhere in the world, he can help you remotely. Just follow him on Instagram, Boxing ATL. shoot him a message, and he'll work something out with you, help you reach your goals. Once again, that's Brian Jensen and get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. You can follow me on Twitter at FightTalk underscore F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. I have a Facebook group as well. Just search Fight Talk Podcast on Facebook. It'll pop right up. If you want to check out my merchandise, whatamaneuver.net, search Fight Talk Podcast. Anything you buy on that website gets reinvested right back into this podcast and the other things I'm involved with. Um, also, the Fightful Select Weekender Podcast. You can check that out every weekend at fightful.com. I talk all non-WWE news, give you recaps, results, predictions, all that kind of stuff. Once again, at fightful.com. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast here at Fight Talk. Make sure to give me a good rating and a good review. Helps the podcast out so much. Regardless of what platform you're listening on, subscriptions, downloads, good reviews, good ratings. I can't tell you how much that helps. It costs absolutely nothing. And it's uh, it's something that it helps people find the, the podcast and help grow our little community of professional wrestling and MMA fans. Uh, so that'll do it for today's episode. Next week, I have a really cool interview lined up. Uh, I don't know what day it'll come out yet, but the plan, I don't like to announce things ahead of time, but it seems like we've got things worked out pretty well. The plan is to interview Matthew from Botchamania. So the guy who has been creating these Botchamania videos for like a decade now, me and him are going to sit down and talk about Botchamania and just professional wrestling in general. So that's an interview I'm really looking forward to doing. Uh, so I hope you guys are looking forward to that as well. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Uh, but until next time, I will be back soon.